Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. On this Wednesday, yet another hump day, Wednesday the 19th of January 2022. Trust wherever you are in the world, you've had a great start to the week, you're enjoying the week. And uh, down here in Melbourne, in Australia, middle of summer, beautiful day today, just a slight zephyr, no snow cloud in the sky, sun is shining and it's going to be about a 25 degrees Celsius day. So uh, a great day to be alive and a great day to be talking to you on yet another podcast. So uh, in today's episode, I'd love to talk about a topic that is uh, very pertinent at this time of year, uh, but I would say it's pertinent any time of year, and that is uh, taking action, and that is having a bias towards action. And the topic of today and the title of today's episode is going to be known as If Not Now, Then When? And that's a question I want you to think about as we go through this podcast, but certainly as we finish up this podcast and we talk about the call to action, uh, ask yourself this question as well. If not now, then when? If not now, when am I going to do what it is I want to do? And I'll, I'll give you some things to think about as we go through this. Now, one of the most frustrating things that I see, and I reflect back on when I was an individual contributor salesperson, looking at others in my sales team, looking at others in other sales teams, uh, one of the frustrating things, we I could see people who had huge amounts of potential, but for whatever reason, they weren't tapping into that potential and weren't taking the action necessary in order to move the dial forward to get the results that they said they wanted to achieve and certainly achieve the results that they were expected to achieve in terms of their sales targets. Now, we know there's only a limited amount of time that all of us have. Now, whether you talk about 15-minute increments in a day, of which there are 96 of them, whether you measure time in terms of hourglasses, whether you measure times in terms of hours or even seconds, because we've got 86,400 seconds available to us every single day. Uh, however, however you manage time and however you uh, look at time, we don't have a lot of it. So we've got to make sure that we maximize the time that we do have. And what is frustrating is how many people team to and tend to, quote unquote, waste time, just waiting for things to happen. And it's, uh, it's really, really challenging, especially when I made the transition to leadership, looking at people who were highly capable, uh, who seemingly were stuck or were waiting for instructions to be given to them in order for them to have permission to get moving. And this can be equally frustrating for them as well, because sometimes many people didn't know what it was that they didn't know. And often this frustration would boil over in terms of their demeanor, their conversations, how they held themselves in certain meetings, how they held themselves in conversations, and ultimately led to the results that they were delivering. And yet there are other people who, for all intents and purposes, probably didn't have the level of talent or capability uh, compared to the people who weren't, weren't taking the action, and yet they were more than happy to put one foot in front of the other to have a bias towards action and funnily enough, they were the ones who got the results. Now, these results weren't necessarily perfect, but they were results nonetheless. So what I want to talk about today is thinking about if not now, then when. Now, if we have a bias towards action, this, this message will be very, very clear. And you're probably sitting there thinking, yeah, that all makes sense. And I do this anyway. So tell me something I don't know. 
Well, I'm actually not going to be talking to you because if you've got a bias towards action, you know that action creates momentum. Who I'm going to be directing this to is the people who are sitting, sometimes sitting on the fence or who are waiting for permission to do something or are waiting for all the ducks to line up or are waiting for everything to be quote unquote perfect. Now, as leaders, we must develop a bias towards action because our team expects us to lead from the front. And as a leader, we must know the way, we must show the way, and we must go the way and create the space for our team to do exactly the same thing. Now, this is irrespective of the behavior style that we possess. Now, many people have different behavior styles, different personality types. And yes, there are some who have a bias naturally towards just taking action. You just have to wind them up and let them go because they will they will have a target and they will focus on that target and they will create ways and sometimes innovative ways to get things done in order to, for that target to be mowed down and to be achieved. And yet there are others who have a bias towards thinking or a bias towards planning. These people seem to be a little bit more methodical, a little bit more conservative, but they have to have sort of like a, a, a roadmap or a blueprint in order to follow, which gives them the confidence that they're going in the right direction and that will lead them to taking some action. But that also uh, creates some challenges because often these people will not take action because they're waiting for everything to be perfect and often looking for a guarantee of success. And we know that actually there is no such thing as a guarantee of success. You can stack the odds in your favor by taking definitive action and continuing to develop momentum and not stopping, but guarantee of success probably doesn't exist. So irrespective of what your bias is in terms of your behavior style, whether you have a natural bias towards action or a natural bias towards thinking and planning, before you take action, nothing is ever achieved without definitive and decisive action. I often talk about in workshops um, the little metaphor that three frogs were sitting on a log and two of the frogs decided to jump in and the question is how many frogs were left sitting on the log? And most people say, well, there was one sitting back on the log. And I said, no, the two frogs decided to jump in, but they didn't necessarily take action. So therefore, there were three frogs sitting on a log. So one thing it's to decide to take action. The second thing is to actually make sure that we are taking that definitive and decisive action. And here's the thing that great leaders know and understand that action must be taken regardless of how they feel because it is the right thing to do. And this is often what separates the great leaders from their peers. But also if you think about anybody that's achieved anything, they do it through backing themselves and taking action even when they may not necessarily have all of the information and certainly understand that there's no guarantee that them taking action is going to deliver the success that they're looking for. But here's the thing, 100% certainty will come from if they do not take any action, they will not achieve the outcome that they're looking for. So the question I always ask, well, if it's not me, then who's going to do it? And if it's not now, then when? So today's episode, today's key message is to make sure that you understand that Nothing is ever achieved without taking a form of definitive action. Yes, you've got to know where you're heading. Yes, you've got to have a goal. Yes, you've got to have an aspiration. And yes, you've got to know what success looks like. But just to think about that and ponder that and and visualize that and dream about that without taking any any action will not deliver anything. In fact, it will just cause larger amounts of frustration because what you'll find, and I can talk from experience because I've done this for many years and I still find myself every now and then procrastinating and not taking the action that I know I need to take, you just get frustrated with yourself and think, why haven't you done that? Because if you had have taken one step forward, you'll be one step further than you were yesterday. 
And as you always hear me talk about, we've got to focus on getting better today than we were yesterday, but not as good as we're going to be tomorrow because there's a bias towards taking constant action, putting one step in front of the other. And it reminds me of a, of a model that I share with a lot of teams, and you've probably heard of this as well. Uh, it's well it's well known out there in the in the world, and often referred to as the four stages of adult development. Uh, as any, I think that's what the the common phrase is. And the thing we need to understand that all of us can be at different stages of development, and that's perfectly okay. The first key is to understand and to identify where we are at right now in terms of our development. And particularly from leaders, it's a, it makes perfect sense because remember that one of the first responsibilities that we have as a leader is to be able to define reality as it exists right now. That's the first and foremost responsibility of a leader because that definition of reality, whatever that reality is, provides a platform from which we can springboard into the future. It's a benchmark from which we can determine, okay, this is where we are today, where do we want to go, and what are the steps we can now put in place to get from where we are right now to where we want to get to, which now becomes the pathway. And so the four stages of adult development starts with level number one, which is unconscious incompetence. There are some things that you don't know that you don't even know. Now, as we talked about yesterday, the importance of uh, coaching and mentoring and why it's a key to supercharging your results is a coach and a mentor can actually shine a light into areas of either your habits, your behavior, or even your thinking that may actually be preventing you from taking the step and achieving the things that you know that ultimately you're capable of and they know that you're capable of. So there'll be some things that you don't know, even know that you don't know. So this is a level of unconscious incompetence. So just remember, for example, going back many years for many of you who listen to this, uh, learning to drive for the very first time. Even before you sat in the driver's seat of a car, you may have actually experienced being driven in the car. In fact, you would have been. You would have seen others driving. You would have thought, yep, this looks pretty easy. Until you get into the driver's seat and you are now in control. There's going to be things that you have no idea about because you can only observe certain things, but you don't know the intricacies of what it takes to drive a vehicle. So the first level is unconscious incompetence. And all of us go through this, and in fact, all of us are going through this right now, particularly if you're somebody who is uh, eager to learn new things. At some stage, you're going to be not knowing what it is that you don't know. Now, when you put yourself in a position where you're starting to develop, and at least giving yourself the opportunity of moving away from that reality, and therefore having a bias towards action, then you're going to move to the next stage, which is you're now going to have a level of conscious incompetence. So you're now going to be aware of and understand there are some things that I need to know, there are some things that I need to do, but right now I don't have the capability and I certainly don't have the skill set. Now this is where a lot of leaders in particular fall short because many people want to jump into a leadership role and they expect to be perfect from the moment they jump into that role. And the very fact of, as we're talking about this, uh, you're not going to be perfect. In fact, you are going to be far from perfect. You're going to get into that role and you think, even if you've been observing people in that particular role, you think you know what to do in a certain situation, but it's until you're placed in that particular situation do you realize, you know what? I didn't know all of it that I thought I did. So now I have an understanding and I've got a level of consciousness around there's some skill sets that I need to understand. So again, coming back to that example of driving a car, you might have been driving a car and learning to drive in a manual vehicle. And if you're like me, who did learn to drive in a manual vehicle, you spent a lot of time bunny hopping along the road, probably even stalling the car. And uh, for my parents who were teaching me to drive many, many years ago, it wouldn't have been a pleasant experience. 
Now, I know that from experience teaching my girls to drive uh, today, and uh, it's phew, there, there's now a level, a, a whole new understanding of what my parents went through. But if you think about this, there's a lot of things you don't know. And when you have a, a level of awareness around the things that you don't know, it's actually a good thing because it identifies certain areas that if you continue to focus on and continue to take action around and continue to practice, you will develop a better habit and you will develop a higher level of skill set. And remember, we talked yesterday about the confidence and competence loop, which is a really important thing to understand. So that's the second stage of adult development, conscious incompetence. Now, the more you practice, the more you put yourself in a position to take action and not necessarily be wedded to the result, but know that you're making progress, you will get to the next stage, which is now developing a level of conscious competence. You are getting better. You are developing a skill set. So you're starting to bunny hop in the car less. You're starting to stall the car less. Driving becomes a little bit smoother. You're having a higher level of confidence and you're starting to develop a higher level of skill set. Now, many people will remain in a level of conscious competence and that's okay, but you've got to be uh, focused on and consciously aware of the skill sets that you are developing and the fact that you are taking action and you're getting results from that action. And this level is the level that many leaders, particularly new leaders, want to get to as quickly as possible. And they have a level of impatience. And this is one of the reasons that I've found uh, that prevents them from taking the action they need to take in the, uh, in the beginning stages because they want to be seen as being competent from day one. And quite frankly, that is not going to happen. In all the years I've been working with sales teams and sales leaders, I've probably seen about one person who's come into a sales leadership role or any form of leadership role and pretty much nailed it from day one. But with that particular person, yes, they were extraordinary, but they'd also done a huge apprenticeship and they'd been continually focusing on developing higher levels of conscious competence to the point where when they were given the title, were given the responsibility, They'd already been acting in that role for a number of years, so it became a little bit easier for them to therefore make that transition. But for most of us, it's going to take some time, and this is why I've got to reinforce the message over and over and over again. We've got to have a bias towards action, and we've got to have a bias towards understanding that if not now, then when? There has to be a sense of urgency for us to do the things we know we need to do, but also the things that we know we probably don't want to do, but will be good for us and good for the team and get them done anyway, irrespective of how we feel. Now, the interesting thing about this is if you spend a lot of time on level three of the stages of development where you're developing high levels of conscious competence at some point, and I don't know where it's, when it's going to be for you because many people, when it comes to talking about habits, they'll say anything from, oh, it takes about 14 days to develop a habit. It takes 21 days to develop a habit. Others say, well, no, it takes 69 days to develop a habit. All I can say is that at some stage, it will click in. There will be like this inflection point where things change and all of a sudden you make the switch from being consciously competent to now being unconsciously competent. So in the case and the example of driving a car, if you've been driving a car for a number of years and if you think back to when you were learning and the early stages of your, um, of your driving experience, you would have had to have thought consciously about a lot of the things you were doing in terms of uh, mirrors and looking left and right, uh, making sure if you're changing gears at the right RPMs, etc., etc. So a lot of that took up a lot of thinking time and a thinking space in your mind. Now think about when you get into a car, do you actually think about driving or do you just get in the car and drive? Now for most of us, and this could be dangerous and hence there's a lot of accidents on the road because people uh, have a, lax, a lapse in concentration, many of us have levels of unconscious 
competence when it comes to driving. We just do it and it's automatic. It's muscle memory. We know exactly when to, to look left and to look right. We know when to change gears. It's just something we do automatically. And so it is with leadership, but it takes time. We've got to have patience, but we do have to have a bias towards taking action and focusing on making progress, not getting things perfect. So uh, if not now, then when? Key message out of today. So when, for example, will you update your CV? Or when will you update your LinkedIn profile? So I'll often say to people, when would now be a great time to update your LinkedIn profile? When would now be a great time to make that important phone call? When would now be a great time to step up to the next level because you know there's another level of performance that you can get to? When would now be a great time to invest more in your team, to create more space for your team? When would now be the perfect opportunity to get out of the way so you can give the opportunity for people in your team to step up so you can step back? And when would now be a great time for you to invest in yourself. As we talked about yesterday, get yourself a coach, get yourself a mentor, because if not now, then when? Time is ticking and time is going to pass anyway. You might as well make the most of this year, you might as well make the most of this month, and you might might as well make the most of this day. So do yourself and your team a favor and get focused on if not now, then when? Create a bias towards action. Don't worry about getting it perfect because I guarantee Uh, It probably won't be perfect, but it's all about making progress because the more you make progress, the higher levels of conscious competence you will develop, and I guarantee the results will follow. So key message, if not now, then when? So when would now be a great time to get onto my calendar and go to leadwithdarren.com and pick a time to catch up with me and talk about me helping you become that exceptional sales leader? So if not now then when. Look forward to having that conversation. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it, But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.